Welcome to the WrestleManiacs, better known as the Mothership, presented by the Sideline Junkies. Here your hosts, the People's Choice, the Nubian Sumo, and the Big Guy. Good evening. It's Saturday night, and of course, you hear those engines in the background. Wait! Cut the press, ladies and gentlemen. At the behest of the Nubian Sumo, he asked me to speak up, and I am most definitely speaking up because I am number one, ladies and gentlemen. I am the baddest mother on this show. Why? Because I won the goddamn picks last time at the Elimination Chamber, and these two jabronis got no choice but to sit back put their head between their legs and wonder why they didn't pick the same way I picked and maybe they would have had a tie. But no, because I am who I am. I am the biggest wiener up in this piece. Now go ahead and finish. Go ahead, I'm go calling ahead. shenanigans on that first go, of all. Go ahead. You finish, finish your little intro now. We know obviously I'm the winner the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez. So you go ahead and introduce everybody else, KG. Go ahead. Who are you again? Oh, he'll say it now because he's a loser. And then we got the Nubian loser over there. All because Elimination Chamber came down to I knew it was going to happen. They didn't know it was going to happen. So, I mean, I say we just go ahead and jump into it because the whole world wants to know how good am I? I don't know. Maybe it's because I called Sami Zayn winning the Intercontinental Championship. Had I have let James have his way. I'd be even bigger of a winner. But just to be nice to James, I'll let him lump his little win in with mine. And then I'm just a man. I'm sorry. Anybody got anything to say? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? Anyone? Anyone at all? Anyone? Anyone? I have to say. Yeah, that's true because you also, for whatever reason, did not pick Shayna Baszler to win a women's elimination chamber. I don't understand how either one of you two jabronis did not see the WrestleMania implication writing on the wall. That was like the biggest bullseye. I'm sitting here like, I can't believe neither one of these two fools didn't pick Shayna Baszler to win the Women's Elimination Chamber. And boy, did she ever win in commanding fashion, choking out each one of y'all's picks. And I'm just like, damn, that that's pretty decent right there. Thanks, Shayna. You want to choke out somebody else? How about you go after... Uh, James's pick, uh, Ruby Riot, choke that chick out. Oh yeah, choke out, choke out Natty too. That's KG's pick. All right, well I guess it don't matter now because I won. Thanks. Anybody else got anything to say to, uh, about the uh, elimination chamber? Anyone? Anyone? It, it, is it my turn now? Oh yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. I know you got something to talk about. It, go it, and talk it, about one of those ones where you pick the same person I pick, so that way you can feel relevant in the win that I have for this uh, pay per view. I'm listening. Is it my turn now? Wait a minute. Let me let me get with the production assistants. Is it his turn? Well, oh, oh we haven't got to uh, the loser circle yet. We know James is quiet because he know. God dang, if he's newbie and sumo, that's a lot of sumo ass. He got to have his head up because he know he can't say a damn thing right now. Oh wait, is this is their turn? Okay, okay. All right, uh, and action. Loser circle. Go ahead. Okay. 
as I was saying, you know, since it's my turn to speak, that the gentleman over there is a Nubian sumo. The, the, the voice you've heard for the last three minutes and 50 some odd seconds is the People's Choice Don Rodriguez. I'm the big guy KG. Together we are the WrestleManiacs, presented by the Sideline Junkies, a.k.a. the Mothership. We come to bring you the good times. So put a glide in your stride and a dip in your hip and come on aboard this Mothership and do the loose booty. So, we talking about Elimination Chamber, and I didn't win a damn thing. So, James, go ahead and take the tag on floor. I want to recount. Oh, we can count it. One, yes, two, three, I four, want you to go five through everything. times a loser. It's only, four, it's only four matches that you got to talk about, three or four matches. So. No, for you, James, there's only one match because we know you can't count anyway. How are you going to ask for a recount? They had to throw the Lucha <laughs> House Party. No, the Lucha House Party was already in there. They were not already in it. They were. They were in there. Don't you try to tell that lie. You try to tell me there's only five chambers. Okay. And that's why I won. (laughs) Because I can see six. Okay. 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 They were in there before you started running your mouth. I'm sorry. Wait, let me ask... uh, Stenographer, do you remember what he said? Th- did he say anything about Lucha House Party last week? Read it back. You. Oh, okay, no. Uh, she said no. She didn't say anything about the Lucha House Party because uh, she didn't uh, read it. You say uh, anything about the Lucha House Party? Be honest though. Who think who who thinks about the Lucha House Party? Don't don't try to don't try wait, to change wait. the narrative. Don't be trying oh. to give us fake news. They were okay. not part of it. As I looked and pulled for the picks that I've been doing the same way every single time to make sure the card is 100% accurate for the picks based off of what they have released on the day of. And there was no Lucha House Party listed, even but, though we, we knew they were going to win. But shout to uh, Lindsay Dorado for one hell of a spot. And I don't even know if that was spotted tonight because Tucker jumping off the top of the pod. Was damn good too. You don't want to give it to Otis going through the pod because you know what? It took a you lot of sneak out of it. Took yeah. a lot out of the match because I was like, he finally gonna get his hands on Dolph, and then he doesn't get his hands on Dolph. I feel like they're pulling away from that storyline because it's been getting really dry on Twitter in reference to the exchanges between everybody and Mandy Rose is starting to heal tweet against Otis now. So it's like that, that's double heat and Otis isn't bringing it enough. They either need to just finish it and reveal who sent the text or it just is going to magically disappear. And it'll be just one of those casual things like Daniel Bryan and the Miz that it may just show up on a, a battle Royale or next year's Royal Rumble. But other than that, that's about all it's going to be. They're letting it faster. They're letting it faster. It's gonna end up. They're gonna end. They're gonna end up having Otis and Dolph getting together at some performance point. center, and um, it's gonna have to be at the performance center now with everything going on and whatnot. So yeah, probably so. And then Mandy's gonna end up with Otis in the end because I'm telling you, something's gonna happen about the phone call. I'm telling it's you, Tucker, the, Tucker the made anonymous the, GM Tucker is Tucker made the text that made Otis late. 
from I'll, I'll, Mandy's phone. On Mandy's the, phone, right? Because Otis had Mandy's number. He has a number. How did he use it to have it come from her phone? He didn't have to. He just he just got he just saw a text from her. From her phone. How did Tucker get her phone? Log into her phone, a la password, and then send a text. That's the conundrum, James. That's going to come out in the wash. I'm just going to tell you. That's in the magic of, uh, of flash photography and storytelling. Yeah, of course. We're going to gloss over pretty much everybody in the known world having a password on their cellular phones and computers. Hey, this is WWE, man. Come on. No, you make it sound like WCW. Cattle prod. Yeah. Oh, my God. Goldberg streaks over. Finger poke of doom. Oh, my gosh. Guess who's champion again? But I digress. I mean, those are things winners say. They bring up the past and some past errors and stuff like that. You know, that should be like a, a Jeopardy question. Things that winners do, they make the Elimination Chamber picks. Sorry. This is your first time, James. Welcome. Welcome to the I'm the baddest motherfucker on the planet show. Wow, we going R now, huh? But wait, 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 sorry. <laughs> we I'm, dropping times up in here now, huh? I'm looking at Sam Jackson. I can't say it. I mean, I can't censor that part. I mean, time, well, time technically it's Nick Fury, but either way, what time, else time. can I say but wait. Sam Jackson? Okay, wait. pause. Have we been fine yet? Sorry, I'll pay it. Time out. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to say this. Sorry, boss. It's, it, it's so funny. <laughs> People's Choice cuss because it's not frequent. Like, myself, and I know, James, you the same way. Off air, it, it just rolls out. But for the People's Choice to do it, it is hilarious. Oh, I love it. It is. <laughs> You're welcome. It's like watching Steve Urkel cuss. <laughs> Did I do that? Nope. <laughs> Plausible deniability, not to my recollection. Steve it's Urkel. On, it's, on, it's recorded. It's on record. Too late. Stenographer, did you get that? Oh, wait, you had technical difficulties? That's what I thought. Sorry, transcripts is out, okay. gentlemen. All right. So, so um, your screen went out. Is that what it is? Heck, fake news, man. The screen news. went out and you didn't see the ball chop, you know, the ball, the crotch chop. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> I'm lying. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I didn't say what y'all thought I said, but with that woman, I did do that. That was me. That was me. He he he. Uh, what 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 a quagmire say? He he he. Good good. Morgan. Yeah, giggity giggity. Giggity giggity. Oh boy, you guys are funny tonight. I tell you. So speaking of funny. Isn't it amazing how when you give somebody a chance, they actually step up to the plate when you're not expecting them to, but you just wanted to have a match to, to throw something else on the card. And then we have liquid gold between Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak. It told a wonderful story, not so much the lead up. I'm just talking about the in-ring story of performance, of check and mate, of this is what I can do. This is what you could do. This is what they built me at in the indies and my capabilities for Drew Gulak. This is what we're used to seeing from Daniel Bryan and his, uh, uh, his wrestling prowess. And then you have those two entities together, which now we're seeing is segueing into the opportunity of Sheamus 
v. Cesaro that became the bar, we have that opportunity again just out of nowhere. As I think they may be trying to establish something in the tag team world in reference to change to rival what I believe AEW is about to do as a new three-man championship belt, hint, 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 hint. Uh, so they push that SmackDown tag team division as hot as heavy. Then Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak could become tag team champions really soon. So, I mean, what would you guys think? I thought that was arguably the match of the night. If anybody pushes three-man tag team championship belts, I expect the check in the mail because we talked about that here <laughs> six months ago. <laughs> and just like with the women's tag team championship. Testify. What's that championship? Jesus, Lord. So if you do six-man tag, I don't care who does it. You better cut the damn check. WrestleManiacs cut. did that first. Yep. I'm tired. Of, I'm I'm tired of not getting credit for what we're saying here. Like somebody has to be listening. Somebody is listening. There's no way in four hells you can tell me that after it's been said on the Sideline Junkies podcast, WrestleManiacs, the mothership. That it comes to fruition two, three months later, and you say, oh, yeah, we just started that. Who's listening? And whoever's listening, put a bug in whoever's it you need to put it in. We like to get paid. Jobs would be great, you know, full-time jobs to do what we love. That would be great. But if you don't have any room, cut us a check. I'll take a paper check. I'll take a plastic check. I hate to bust y'all's bubbles. But WWE is never going to have a trios champion. No, AEW, man. AEW is setting up for that. AEW? I can see. It's already happening, James. They pretty much, when they, uh, the, the, the death triangle, the formation of them, then you've already got the best, fan, best friends, which is pretty much uh, Chuck and uh, Orange Cassidy and uh, Trent Taylor. So that's three and three. They're the same people. Um, <laughs> they all look alike when they hug. So <laughs> then, oh, you, <laughs> <racist>. <laughs> then you got uh, in a circle, wait. which could do any three. You've got that ain't no worse than what BJ said earlier this week about chicken and, oh, and not washing chicken. You also got the uh, the elite that could be three in any way with the exception of Hangman Page, because we know he's out. So that basically means um, Super Kick House Party and some Kenny Omega action. Uh, so you've got, was that four, three teams right there? And then what they got, uh, the Jurassic Express. And you've got Private Party. Who was out with Private Party uh, recently? It was Private Party and uh, somebody, I'm brain farting who it was, but that was another group right there. So they've got... And SU. Go ahead. Yep, yep, I'll help right. you. Thank you. SCU. So that's a lot of trios. That's right. established. I, so I see, that, I, like I said, I see AEW doing that, but if y'all were talking about WWE. No, no, that, I was saying that they're they're this is their their move in the, 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 the chess game of well, okay, if they're going triple, then we're gonna reestablish something that has always been a staple on SmackDown, and that is a strong tag team division. And one thing that they're missing since apparently the revival aren't getting checks anymore and they're on their way out, 
to somewhere or they're just going to be camping at home, whatever the hell they're doing. I guess they'll probably be, uh, I know it's going to be too soon, but quarantine for uh, future endeavors. They've got to fill that void of technical prowess. And that is going to be Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak. Because the Usos could wrestle either way, truthfully. Because they have more skill than just hop flying. Cesaro and Nakamura. Cesaro, they, they could go either way. Uh, in reference to technical prowess or high flying, whatever you need to do. And then you just start putting other pieces of the puzzle. And New Day you have as well on any one of those three can can do a, a great match. So it's, it's just proof in the pudding. I think that that was the reasoning behind where they're moving, especially what we saw on the ever quiet but continually producing content version of SmackDown that we saw on Fox with uh, Gulak actually coming out in support of Daniel Bryan. <clears throat> so that was my match of the night, hands down. Andrade versus Umberto was just there. It, it, it was what it was. Aleister Black versus AJ Styles. That was just a, a setup for The Undertaker to show up, which we saw. Uh, Street Profits uh, beating Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. That, again, was a WrestleMania advancement match. So that way you could have Kevin Owens do his thing. We, Like I said, Sami Zayn beating Braun Strowman. As much as we like Braun, he's not a talker, unfortunately. He's just a big man. He's an attraction. But Sami Zayn... Is a bigger attraction in my eyes. That's why I picked him because I'm smart. Mark. Mrs. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Morrison, only thing I hate is that damn chant. I'm sorry. I'm ready to punch hey, hey, ho, ho, and Mrs. Morrison in the mouth. It's like, God. And then Miz gets all into it and starts revving up. It's like, dude, save that for your TV show, but get a new catch something. I mean, maybe it is rubbing me the right way since they're heels and I don't like it and I'm getting a reaction out of it. So, never mind. Good job. I hate it, but good job. Almost as much as y'all hate me now. Didn't they make a song about that? I could have swore it sounded like, you can hate me now, but I won't stop now. Dang, does that sound familiar to you guys? See, KG, this guy's trouble. First, he's cussing on on air. Dang. Now he's singing songs that we got to pay a uh, trademark for. What no, that was... wasn't long enough. That wasn't long enough. What's up with this dude? There's no even music. That was a that was a that wasn't even considered a true sample. <laughs> he ain't right for him tonight. He is what yeah, I, that's why he was quiet I, before we got on the air. <laughs> Dang on right. Y'all <laughs> just sitting there like, oh, he's just gonna be so sitting quiet. Schooling, just yeah, stooling. Meanwhile, y'all didn't even hear the cannons be in position right there to lay at the smackdown on all your candy asses. And they go again with the filthy mouth. What's going on? Yeah, no, the, hey, the rock. Don't that get was a me cussing up in here. That was a rockism. You can get away with that because <laughs> Dwayne has big enough money. He's on Disney Jungle Cruises now. So you gotta give Dwayne a buy. That was a rockism. KG, ran your boy in, man. Oh, it's, it's time to go to the next segment. Mm. Filthy mouth, no excuse. Find a new place to hang this noose. He can race. Lincoln Park, yes. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. Unless you guys have anything else you would like to talk about uh, with the Elimination Chamber, feel free. 
Well, I, I do. Good, because there was one other thing I failed to mention. We had the ringer match, basically, with the, the stipulation that for the Women's Elimination Chamber, if you made the correct pick, that would count for two. By all rights, if y'all would have picked Shayna Baszler, you may have had a shot. Still don't understand how nobody saw Shayna Baszler, WrestleMania, Marquee, we got a problem here, Houston. Natty. What was you thinking, KG? Really? Because it's her time. Really? I, I feel that they are burying her. They're burying her. They're burying heavy machinery. She's being buried because she's putting everybody over. And she was legit hurt Sunday night. Really? I'm sorry. I didn't hear anything you said. I was stuck on the reallys in Natalia. I don't even know. How. James, Ruby Riot, Really? Really? I thought they would. I mean, they they need to push her. Really? I figured, that's why I figured they would throw a bone in there. You know? Really? I don't know. You know, hey. So, Out hey. of that whole group, this may be too soon, but if they were all toilet paper, the one you want to wipe your behind with is the one that's a surefire bet. Shayna Baszler, Charmin. They made a song about it. My honey's clean. I'm Charmin clean. That was Shayna Baszler. We're probably not going to get any sponsorship from Charmin, but I just wanted to try to see KG, if that will work. KG, KG, please. He's killing me. <laughs> help, help me. Please. Oh, James, you only it's just got in this. It's only just begun. <laughs> this is what I deal with. <laughs> oh, man. So I'm sorry, KG. You go ahead. I promise I will be quiet because once in a while, you know, when you're on the king, uh, when you're the king of the mountain and you're just looking down, I mean, it's quiet up there because nobody else is with you. So I'll let you talk. I'm going to be all the way up here. You go ahead in your neck of the woods and let me know what you got to say. It'll eventually come to me through the echoes. Well, I I'll say this, um, and I I I'm going to ask you guys if you felt the same way. After the, ta the men's tag team uh, elimination chamber, do you feel that the crowd was like really out of it after that? Because the women's elimination chamber, you know, you start getting the this is boot chance. And, you know, you start getting a lot of booze. Nobody wanted to see it go as fast as it did. I, I felt the ending was just rushed and it was trash. You know, her tapping out, well, knocking Oscar unconscious with that daggone chokehold. I just felt that that was just anticlimactic. How about that? Oh, the way she had Liz Morgan swinging from the turnbuckle and whatnot. I'm like, wow. Yeah, she I'm did. like, are they trying to turn her into Brock Lesnar now? <laughs> She'd be believable as a, a female version of Brock. Let's be honest. Shayna is, in my opinion, one of the most dominant forces that has come through NXT. And it's not like she's just beating people just to beat people because they wanted it a storyline like, yeah, I, I could see her choking somebody out. She's not putting on, I mean, Oscar Lock, when Oscar put it on, Shayna's like, really? And then when Shayna put on a Carafuda clutch, I mean, just, just the comparison of the two looks is like, yeah, Oscar, that's like a John Cena, 
want to be STF. I'm sorry. I can't believe it. There was no believability. But the way she set up the move, the kick to the face, then the choke out, like, that's a one-two. That's like some WWE 2K19 down, because we all know 2K20 is some hot garbage. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's pitiful, disgusting. I would, If that's all I had to wipe my arse with, I'd be booky butt all over the place. That's how much garbage that is. Okay, but this is the from second reference down, to your bubble guts. What's going on with you tonight? Well, I mean, when you're just full with so much winning enthusiasm, it? sometimes... Are you full of so much it? <laughs> well, hey, man, if it's winning stuff, you just got to spread it all over the place like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, it's spreading all right. <laughs> I'm spreading it, it on thick garbage. It ain't coronavirus you spread. You spread Ebola. Hey, whatever takes people out. But just well, know. E. coli, rather. <laughs> Anything else? E. coli in your case. Mm. James, you're just mad, man. Don't be mad. Uh, I'm okay. mad at the fact that you just had two behind your, your, your doodle oh. field behind. <laughs> you done cussed on here twice. I know, man. And you sing, and you're getting us fined for singing songs that you ain't supposed to be singing. James, do you not you know what show you're tonight, on, man? Do you not know what show you on? <laughs> all I know is, all I know is, if this is how it is when you start winning a pay per view uh, contest like this, you need to be out the next one. Dang, James can't. Now, mind you, this is a Nubian sumo who, for you know, we're gonna break the fourth wall here. In prior conversations, ladies and gentlemen, James comes to us and says, how much of a heel do you want me to be, y'all? And we're like, shit, just bring it. All right, because you know I can bring it. We're like, oh, we know you can bring it. No, I can really bring it. We know you can bring it, James. Okay, I just wanted to let y'all know. All right, then. End scene. That's how it went down. Hey, G, shall we move on? I'm, I'm ready to move on. I'm okay. Good. Yes. I'm. I'm so glad. Because this so guy's out of control tonight. So obviously James has something to say. I don't know what he has to say. I did my own. It's not his segment yet. But if we were to allow James something to say, because last week was the heel episode. This week, eh, it's kind of fair to the good guys that we actually give them some recognition. So. We'll start with the Nubian Sumo because he's got a lot to say this week, apparently. And we're going to discuss who we think the biggest faces are on Raw, SmackDown, AEW, and the blue and gold of the NXT. So, James, who might your people be? What? What? You got something? What I miss? Did I miss something? Oh, I thought I lost you for a second. No, you good. You good. Uh, I, I'm just waiting for you to be silent for a few minutes so I can get this in. Get it, get it in, James. Get it in. Yeah, I'm about to get it in. Okay. So, my fix for the baby faces of these four organizations. And you can agree or disagree as you see fit. Raw. Right now, as my male... Babyface, I see it as Drew McIntyre and my female Natalia. On SmackDown, 
Kofi Kingston. Even though he's with the New Day and they all about right there, but Kofi pretty much is the most babyface out of the four out of the three. And I go with Naomi for my female. And AEW, of course, has got to be Cody. You got no choice but to say Cody. And then for the female on AEW, I got Chris Stratlander. And for NXT. I go Matt Riddle. And for my female in NXT, I go Candice LeRae. Okay. Anything else? Do you want to elaborate on any of that? or? No, I mean, I'll get your opinions on them. Well, when I say mine, we'll, we'll see how we compare. What about you, KG? Well, I went totally different. And I, I, I don't think it's a right or wrong answer here. Right, but you 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 brought the smoke, brother. I mean, I, I gotta gotta try to follow up behind that. So, uh, damn, who I can't even read my damn handwriting. But I, I for faces for raw, I had Becky. Becky's a face. Uh, the street profits as a whole. For the men, because I don't think there's any other uh, men that are faces that are over as much as they are. I mean, they finally won the crowd over properly. So, uh, SmackDown, I went the same way you went. You went with Kofi. I went with Big E for the men. And I said uh, Alexa Bliss for the women, because everybody loves a little bit of Miss Bliss. I like a lot of Miss Bliss, but. Yeah, that's a biased pick, but go ahead. That's neat. That's neat to hear no there. Uh, NXT, like we said last week, we don't have true face and heel. But I tried to pick, and it was tough. Um, but I had Bianca Belair as my 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 female face, and Keith Lee as my male face because Keith Lee is a face. Just to see him and Brock Lesnar go one on one. From the mic, you know, well, he'll be doing battle with Paul Hammond, but from the mic to the ring, yeah, that's going to be something beautiful. Um, AEW. This this is another tough one. I, I agree with you with Cody, but I had Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy just a cool shaft mother, you know what. And I, he, he he's a beast. I love Orange Cassidy. I didn't even have a female for this because I'm like, I don't know what female to pick because they need to do something with that female division, give them more TV time, and I can't wait till they get that second show because maybe on that, you know, part of that first show and a lot of that second show, the ladies can get some daggone shine. All right, okay. all right, all right. I can agree with you on the street profits, so I can I'll change I can change my Drew McIntyre to the street profits. No, you can keep it. That was your pick. You no, 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 no. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying that because I agree with it. Okay. Now, as far as NXT with Keith Lee, you're you're right. You're right. I you know, but I was thinking Matt Riddle because he's been kind of the crowd has kind of been behind him, but Keith Lee has been getting more of a pop from them as then Matt Riddle has. 
at this at, at this point. Plus, he's like there. He's like the NXT darling right now. That uh, since Gargano's turned heel, and he's been getting all this shine. So yeah, I can agree with you on that. Now Bianca Belair is a heel. To who? <laughs> Bianca Belair is a heel. That is all babyface. I don't care what nobody <laughs> say. Unless, NXT. She, unless she's considered like a tweener, one of those tweeners. It's but, NXT. There isn't any true. Come on, James. You know, there's no true, like Baron Corbin level, pure. That was Tommaso Ciampa at one point right. before he oh, got yeah. injured and he had that, oh, uh, no doubt. that segment. Was, oh, yeah. No, that Tomaso segment Ciampa. that made everybody cry, you know, on uh, that 24, whatever it was, the, the rebuilding of Tommaso, whatever it was called. That's like, shit, I can't hate him now. Like, <laughs> that was just too emotional. Did he come back? Daddy's home and he's a face. But he was the only true heel, and they kind of nixed that. But, you know, NXT, that's their problem. They don't have that established hater, for lack of a better term. Can I ask you guys a question? Because maybe I, I missed it, but ever since uh, AEW signed Sonny Kiss, has he even wrestled on TV? He's- He's oh, done yeah. it a couple times, but he still got some other contractual things he had to do uh, last they, I saw. And they put him on dark. dark. Yeah, he, he's okay. been going dark. Yeah, they put, they put him on dark a lot. He's been doing a lot of tag team matches with uh, with uh, Dustin. Yeah, and he's also done some with uh, Private Party. That's who I was thinking about. Yeah. Um, him with Private Party is a, that, that trio. Okay, okay. But I think that they're kind of balancing it out because you got a, a lot of heat still with Nia Jack. I'm not damn not Nia Jax. <laughs> we, got so a lot of, we got a lot of heat with Nia Jax because she ain't back yet and she's releasing these daggone pictures and video. But I mean, hmm. you got a lot of heat with um, uh, the current women's champion, Nala Rose. So I think they're like, well, we want to kind of watch and we don't want to ruin you know, the, the positive momentum that Sonny has in the ring. So they're kind of taking their time on having all that happen at the same time on a dynamite. But we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, because I've been looking at the whole Nala Rose thing, and I'm like, that's a little touchy. But yeah. from... Statlander's just not, she's not that, that person. Now, but... Big Swole... That's the character that I believe um, can really take that belt to the next level. Unfortunately, she's going to be in the feud with Britt Baker because hopefully you guys saw all that fourth wall breaking between uh, Britt bringing up Cedric Alexander and Swole bringing up Adam Cole. And the fact that Swole is engaged uh, and married and, um, and Britt is, yeah. Rich still the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Baby. Uh, now, I would have said Big Swole, but she hadn't gotten to that. She's getting there. Yeah, I agree. She's not the top face over there right now. Yeah, she's going to get the rub from Britt. And I, I strongly believe that she'll be that to take the belt from Nyla. Because they need some more, quote-unquote, bigger women. Because you can't be parading a Rio. And then Rio wins the belt back. I mean, they had a phenomenal match. It's just not believable. 
and Hikaru Shida and, and everybody else. Now it's just you, like, yeah. Speaking of Shida, did you see that match on Dark with that girl with her and that uh Amadon? Oh yeah. Oh oh Shida's a beast. Oh, I like her. She is a beast and she's I, beautiful. She's a next level Sue Young for my yeah. team. She's what Sue Young should be. I agree. I mean, like, I, I'm a fan. It's just that that too much of a dynamic. That's like the Big Show versus uh, Drake Maverick. <laughs> it's, it's just not believable for Drake to go over. And oh no, situation. she wasn't supposed to go over just, just because that was her first match. But no, no, I, no. I'm, I'm just saying in reference to winning a, the the belts and all that stuff. But, but the potential is there. Oh and yeah. And I, she actually. After watching that match, I actually went and looked up some of her other matches on YouTube. I I've never done that with anybody. <laughs> so, well, yeah. congratulations! You've caught the eye of the sumo. You may have smoked a cigar in your honor, basking in your glory. As long as he stay away from my woman, we are all right. Which one? I know, right? All. Be specific. All of them. You can't have them all at the all same time. Them. You got to you got to share. It says uh, the bed. Guess what? That's why I got a California king. They don't call me the big guy KG because I'm six foot four, three hundred and four pounds. They don't, bruh. I got one too. Uh, I got yeah, two of them. more than one around here. I got two of them so that way I can have my war games all up got, in the room. And mine is being warmed up right now. Ain't that right now? Oh, every, every week I got to fight to prove my love. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> As he talks about other women. <laughs> All right, I know, so, right? <laughs> uh, nepotism. All right, so uh, here's my picks for the top faces, uh, in my opinion. For Raw, I went with Becky Lynch for the women. That was a no-brainer. It's hard to find any other woman on the roster on Raw to... Yeah, hey, but she's yeah. on the downslide, though. It don't even matter. She's she's People still in. Unlike her anymore. No. She's still an attraction. She just needs, which is why Shayna's there, somebody to play off of, because she's just bigger in reference to a persona than everybody else. She needs to go ahead and get rid of that the man gimmick. Well, I think it's it's it's, it's running its course. Back, but you know, yeah, it's running its course. I think she realizes that as well because she's not tweeting as heavy as she used to be and and, and just doing it, uh, even just saying the man and all that as much as it used to be. At one point, it was like that was pretty much the whole damn promo. But she just needs somebody to play off of, kind of like a Randy Orton. If you don't have anybody to play off of, then you're kind of like stuck because you're too big. If if you notice, she stopped using the whole man thing online and – in yeah. promos, once Ric Flair said something about soon. So I, I don't know if they well, came. No, no, no. Settled no, no. But it no, seemed like that. Yeah, they, 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 they squashed. Triple H walk, walked over to, like, Rick for real. You should have trademarked that years ago. It's too late. You, you're not getting any of that money. Because if, if he was to put a, if they was to give him that, then everybody that has said to be the man, you got to beat the man, and everything else that he said up until this point, Half the sports uh, places would be broke. I mean, it would be just ridiculous. Right. That's part. It's part of uh, pop culture. Once you hit that level, it's done. You can't get get a check off of that. 
It's just not happening. Can't trademark it. But I think she's just realizing that she's got to go to the next evolution. A man was one evolution. Now it's time to evolve one more time into a different thing. And I think she's kind of, to me, it seems like she's moving into more of a Tyson uh, Fury type of persona, you know, with the big coats and the big glasses and a crown and everything that she was wearing, you know, that big old pomp and circumstance type of gimmick. And the, the jacket is speaking for the man uh, concept now where she has all of her conquests on one sleeve and a man written on it so she doesn't have to say it it's all right there just presented in a different way same image same message but she doesn't have to bring it up because you know already rick flair just said it because that you just wanted to hear him say it you just wanted to hear him say kiss steal and wheel and deal and dot 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 you just want to hear him call a woman ugly and somebody fat and you know woo woo that's what, just what you want. That was the attraction. But then he lived it, so then it was Ric Flair was as well. It was also a different time, too. The yeah. Early 80s. <laughs> early yeah. 80s. Not getting to the 90s. That was a different time. You could pretty much say anything you wanted to back then. Nowadays? Yeah, yeah, me too. Shut that, that down. <laughs> like, yeah. you, you can't have no promos talking about them and kiss the girls and make them cry. Come here, woman. <laughs> like, Oh gosh, no, we're not. I like my women, I like my women with a full sweater and an empty mind. <laughs> I like them double D's. Mm-hmm. All right, so I had uh, Becky Lynch for the women. Now for the men, I'm surprised none of you guys said, especially with uh, us creeping up on 316 day, which is going to be interesting if Raw is in the Performance Center. Haven't heard anything about that officially as of yet, but uh, Kevin Owens. Mm. True indeed. I mean, that's that's the whole storyline for the men's section on Raw. That matters is KO, Seth Rollins. We know that's a match. They can do it one of two ways, one-on-one. They could do a hell in a cell if they wanted to book it that way. Or they could turn right around and just do it as a six-man tag. Just to give other people an opportunity to be on the card, depending on what happens. Because if they do delay, then that means they've got to ramp up the card to make up for and we may get, for the first time since 2000, WrestleMania 24-7. I don't know if you guys remember that, where pretty much the entire day you bought WrestleMania as the pay-per-view, and then you paid for the 24-7 content, and you had just wrestling all day. All day. It was, it was a beautiful thing. And guess who was sitting there with the VCR and the tapes? Series one run out, pop a new tape in. I recorded all that. I don't know why, because I had them all. You can't talk about VCRs and VHS tapes, man. We got a child in the room. They don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's right. What what child? Where where the child at? (laughs) A VCR is this this, this box. Yeah, yeah, explain to him what a VCR and a VHS tape is. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. What child are we talking about? (laughs) You! You! Wait, hold on, time out, time out, time out, time out. I grew up in the era of Betamax and oh, VHS. Didn't you call us old jabroni? No, now, no, no. I, now we I, call I, you geriatric. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you called us geriatric earlier. So, I mean, you know. In urban terms, or modern terms now, you called us a boomer. And see, now we over here call you a Z, and then you trying to act like that's not you. But see, the thing is. Yes, you had VCRs and Betamaxes, but I set your clocks for you. 
Okay? I programmed your shows to be recorded. I'm sorry. We were still operating off of natural time. When we feel like we're getting up and it's still tiring, we know we just sprung forward. When you get a good-ass night's sleep, then we know, oh, we just fell back. That's how we knew, because it was internal. We didn't need all y'all modern technology and all this other cellular phone waves. You know, we didn't have to run out to the store and buy 15 pounds of toilet paper and buy all the hand sanitizer because we understood that the first thing you buy is soap. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You go through all these stores. They out of toilet paper. They out of hand sanitizer. They out of Lysol of all kinds. When they only supposed to be getting the white can and then wipes and whatnot. They even they even got baby wipes for the babies to get their booties uh, cleaned up and whatnot. But now, but every piece, every bottle. Everything that got the word soap on it is on the shelf. I expect there to be a sale on every bar of soap. Buy one, get one free. Something is coming because they, I know they're like, y'all have to be really special. The, the first line of the and then you got, is you got a story come out. And then you got a story come out talking about Soldier Boy that invested in some soap. What Why you not? Soap for? Ain't nobody buying soap. Oh, he know. No, he's smart. He knows it's coming because it's going to be like, oh, we're out of hand sanitizer. What are we going to do now? Uh, wash your hands. Oh, yeah. Give me all that. People fighting over Dove. <laughs> Meanwhile, the daggone uh, penguins and stuff that's covered in oil will be like, ain't this about to be? How are we going to get clean? Y'all over here fighting and beating each other up over God daggone dishwasher soap. But wait, but wait, this is the thing that people don't understand. Hand sanitizer sometimes does more harm than it does help because the alcohol that's in hand sanitizer, yes, it kills the germs that's on the surface, but it dries your skin out to the point that it cracks and it opens up your pores to even more germs. Mm -hmm. I wear gloves every day on day. I don't, I just, I, that's, that, that right there. That's not me. That's not my generation. I, I don't. I, I've delivered seven cases of Pampers today. I've delivered paper towels, uh, toilet paper. Name it. If Amazon sold it, daggone it, I delivered it today. I was loaded down this morning. That's why yeah. it took me so long to get here. It's just a funny time because if anybody has downloaded the free game Plague Inc. to where you pick a plague, I always call mine a T virus, and you pick a country. And then you manage it so that way you can wipe out the country. It's like, man, that's pretty interestingly messed up right now. If anybody has watched The Walking Dead, it's like, oh, we are kind of close to the zombie apocalypse. Because people will mm -hmm. be walking around like they did trying to figure out, oh, I think I got the flu. I got the corona. Like, no, man, you just got allergies. There's freaking pollen outside. Get your punk behind back in the house. Or, <laughs> or, or if... uh. Uh, you know, oh shoot! Uh, uh, you paid attention to Resident Evil, and you look at Umbrella, and then you look at the logo for Umbrella, and then you look at the place that they say uh, emanated uh, or that the coronavirus kind of came about. Looks like pretty much the same place. It's crazy out here right now. It you is know, really crazy. 
I, I, I text BJ this uh, Wednesday because I was no Thursday because I was in the grocery store grabbing some canned food and things. You know, my daughter wanted to make meatloaf, so I had to get the sides. And I started thinking, and I had to call. I had to call my oldest son. I said, "Dude, and left for dead. What started the outbreak?" I said, like, "It was the green flu, wasn't it?" He said, "Yeah." I said, <laughs> I said, this don't seem familiar to you. He said, yeah, with all the pl- the planes and stuff flying in the Andrews and the C-130s and people panicking. He oh, said, KG. man, we've been preparing for this for a long time. KG, I'm going to bring it home to you one more time, sir. It happened in New York, and then it migrated to D.C. Mm-hmm. Got dag on division. Because exactly. the dirtiest, nastiest thing that you'll touch second to a door handle in a public restroom is money. All I know is I ain't heard about nobody with melanin having the coronavirus. I just put that out there. Spider Mitchell. <laughs> Spider Mitchell. And, Thanks, uh, oh, oh, I mean, well, I'm sorry. I can take Thanks, that back. KG. Now we'd have had our shooter now. We'd have had our shooter now. Remember that? What was that? The, uh, the, the, uh, the, the sniper, the DC sniper. Everybody like, oh, man, it's probably some white dude. And next thing you know, we saw the black pictures like, God dang on Malvo. Why? He just set us back 50 years. He didn't do that. Oh, really? Just like Barry Barry got set up. He didn't do that. (laughs) If the fingerprints on the gun don't fit, you must have quit. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Oh God! Well, Mary Bird, Mary for Mayor for life. So you know, going back to where we left off at, because congratulations, James, you were part of our first uh, off the rail tangent. And Lee Lee busted your cherry. Yeah, I saw that. It's like a, they never said if it was male or female, because he could have got married to his cellmate. Like you mind now, sucker. Okay. Or it could have been to somebody else that he was a pen pal with. Like, oh, tell me some things about yourself. I'm really good with a sniper rifle. Like, oh, that's so great. Like, no, really good with a sniper rifle. Like, oh, I love you so much. Like, yeah, that's kind of disturbing. You call me the health inspector. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm Dubois. Oh my god. So going back to my faces, uh I said Becky Lynch for the female for Raw, Kevin Owens for the male. On a SmackDown side of things, again, don't understand how you guys didn't pick this because we're about to see the dramatic change at WrestleMania. For the male, I picked Bray Wyatt because for the first time. John Cena is going to get booed going up against The Fiend. He is going to be in the heel role for the first time in his illustrious career. Mark my no. words. I said it no. here. Guarantee no. you no. they will be booing. When he starts hitting his five moves of doom, that place. They've been convinced. booing him from. They've been booing him no. for decades. No. So it ain't going to make a they difference. Been, no. He getting the boos for two reasons. One, because it was manufactured. It's not his fault. They made him in the Super Cena. So initially, the fact that, oh, no, John Cena, it's the big show. What is he going to do? F- I got, did he just F you to got that go big show again? Okay, fine. 
15 people up against John Cena. John Cena's going to get eliminated from the Warrior Rump. Did he just eliminate everybody? He's the only one. Come on, man. Really? There's no way John Cena's going to win this gauntlet match says last three, three and a half hours. Nope, John Cena won that too. Elimination Chamber, who's the first person in? Last one is champ. John Cena. God, that, hell in a cell. John Cena, like, come on. They pushed John Cena down our throat so hard. Initially, you, I mean, you like John Cena, but you just hated the fact that he was Super Cena because he shouldn't have won in some of those situations that it's like, come on. Even for storyline purposes. I understand y'all have creative that's going eight months down the road, but really, y'all, did he have to win that one? I'm looking John out for Cena's the younger talent. Booed just like he's been booed the whole no, time. That's he, not gonna he's going to get truly a, booed a because he is going to be the heel role. No, he can't be. Bray Wyatt can't be the heel. As much every time the Firefly Funhouse music hits, every time you hear "Hurt and Heel," when he's when Bray's walking that 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 if it happens, that WrestleMania entrance is going to be epic. For the first one for the fiend, there's no way that John Cena could go up. But he's gonna get the the booze. He has to, and I think Cena is okay with that because of course, pushed, been, of course it, he's been he's been dealing with it his whole career. No, he has, career. He's been getting booed, but he hasn't been the heel, and he's still not gonna be the heel. Okay, he may not we'll he may not play the heel role per se, but he's gonna be the heel in that in that situation because uh, unless you can tell me a time when Vince has allowed a heel versus heel to be booked at WrestleMania or I mean you can count you've had face versus face but a heel versus heel then somebody's got to play the heel role period even go back to one of the most epic opportunities Hogan versus The Rock Hogan became heel again that day because you're going up against The Rock and the rock is faced by default. As much as you as NWO, we'll I'm telling you, mark my words. We'll, mark we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll we'll re, we'll table we'll we'll shelf this and get. Back are we, to, are we gonna table for three? It. Oh, we oh we already we table for three every Saturday, but it's that's that's you know. But go ahead. Go I'm ahead just saying that because it's, it's WrestleMania time, and you know that's when they film them. I was just trying to. Throw it out there. Give him a big ups, James. Oh, hey. I love you, James. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of love, and there's some deep glow love up in the ear. My female was Naomi for SmackDown. Okay. I agree with you on that. Now, I agree with KG on the AEW side for the men. Orange Cassidy is the biggest attraction that they have second to Chris Jericho. But I didn't pick Chris Jericho because Le Champion, you just know Chris Jericho is the staple. But Orange Cassidy, the pops he gets just by walking out, in my opinion, made me the face. Or maybe pick him as the face. Now the heel, I don't know if you guys are going to agree, but there's only one woman that is on Dynamite that gets the largest pop Sometimes more than the men. And that's Aubrey the ref. That is the top face on the women's side in <laughs> AEW. Tell me and I'm wrong. For shame as that is, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I can see that. Yeah. Like, the crowd, I, yeah. like they're just, bro, Aubrey. I mean, like, my God. 
like I feel bad for the female refs on the WWE side because they're not getting pops like that. She's just getting pops for doing her job and getting in, in the face of Jericho and Luchasaurus and MJF and the, they're marking out. They don't want the referees to stand out like that. They don't even want Vince but, doesn't even want you to know the referees' names. So Vince know. would let it happen if the crowd did it organically like they did for Aubrey. She didn't do anything special. They just marked out. He wishes that they would mark out for the rest. The only one really that kind of get that got that mark out opportunity was Lil Nate, Charles Robinson. Because oh, yeah. when, when Flair was there and or Charlotte gives him a little nod or, or reminds everybody about him being Lil Nate and uh, or Uncle Charles, you know all those things. You know he gets the, he gets the pop. He's the only one. And once in a while, you had Earl Hebner. Um, we'll get the pop from from time to time, but. Yeah, she's my face. I'm sorry. It's as absurd and crazy as, as crazy as it sounds. She is the biggest star, female-wise, oh, on right. the roster. You are, you are absolutely right. I and did, if she I went to wrestle decision. one time, oh, my God, that, that would blow the roof off the place. So I don't yeah, know. I'm just waiting for her to pull out a wrestling move on somebody. Oh, yeah, she hip-tossed somebody. Oh, my God. Oh, I could see the hard camera shaking, and that would be awesome. Hint, hint. If you're listening, hint, hint, that's when you do it. So NXT, I actually, for the men, have a tie. One, because he's coming to his own. But the other one, because they're just a cool click right now. So it's a tie, in my opinion, between Undisputed Era as a unit and Keith Lee. They're, they're, they're right now equal to me. And then on the women's side, there's only one. And I know, James, you were like, is she really? But, yeah, she's uh, the face that runs the place, basically. And that's Bianca Belair. As much as she wants to be a heel right now, people just mark for her. So she's part of the positive and negative of NXT's problem of your heels are faces and your faces are faces. We need that dynamic balance. And Bianca, she's not going to be the the heel. She can't. I don't see how they can. She could talk about the the fans like Jericho does, but then they're still going to sing Judas when he comes out. You know, little girls are dressing like her. I mean, there's it, just no way. She's just going to be Bianca, which is fine. And then that's that. So great job, gentlemen. Th- those were some great uh, picks on our top faces that we saw between Raw, SmackDown, AEW, and the next NXT. So I guess it's time for us to take a little break. We'll go ahead and throw to Delonte and the push at that point, and then when we come back, I think we'll let James give us a little bit of Nubian love as we talk about the NWA, and then we're going to wrap it up with a little bit of extra fun and talk about our personal top three theme songs and bonus points if you guys sing or hum the theme song. We'll see if y'all do that. So we'll be back and enjoy the push, and then it's time to get all newbie up on your behinds. I didn't, it wasn't my behind, James. I said your behinds as in the people. But it was still a behind reference. So well, I'm, I'm, I'm helping you I, get some behind. I even threw one in there for you. I don't know if you caught that. But, yeah, I did, yeah. but um, I wasn't. That was you saying, you know, I'll just let you get your booty up. Yeah, 
<laughs> we'll be back. Good evening, and welcome to another installment of The Push. This is Delonte, representing the Sideline Junkies. And this week, we're going to put the spotlight on a tag team. Um, over the last several weeks, we talked about wrestlers, male and female, from all three organizations, um, or all three shows, that is, NXT, SmackDown, and Raw. And uh, out to all the listeners out there, we will uh, sprinkle in a few AEW um, spotlights uh, over the next few weeks. So be on the lookout for that. But tonight, we want to talk about uh, the Street Profits, um, the new Raw Tag Team Champions, uh, Martez Ford and uh, Dawkins, Angelo Dawkins. Sorry about that. These guys, they have the it factor. Um, I think, well, I think, you know, Angelo, he's entertaining, you know, I'm not going to take anything away from him. Like he, you know, he really holds his own in regards to the promos and the wrestling, you know, hell of a power wrestler, but I mean, come on, let's be obvious the, the, the star of, you know, and I, I, and I think this guy, he can really, really make a huge impact, you know, should they break up Montez Ford like this this kid he has the he the it factor like he reeks of the it factor is the personality the the high flying moves um you know his his promos uh and then they did I know one night on Raw they did like a uh weekend live type of, type of spoof that they do on Saturday Night Live where they were, you know, news reporters. Um, then not to mention, you know, they, the, the interaction with the crowd, the red cups, the dancing with the babies, um, you know, the, the, the waving the hands. Um, you know, like the, these guys, I, I, you know, I, this, I'm going to say this, and not taking, again, not taking nothing away from Dawkins, but Montez Ford. Let's talk about Montez Ford for, for a moment, um, you know, in the past we had Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels, like you know the the Ric Flair, like the gods of gods in regards of wrestling. Um, but Montez, when I think when I see Montez Ford, and, and dare I say it, and I don't want to be you know definitely not being disrespectful. This is just my opinion. I see kind of. Uh, 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 like hints of uh, early uh, rock, you know, and and I and and <clears throat> and when I say that is because you know as the rock, as he progressed, you know everything, his whole package, um, you know as far as the promo and the wrestling aspect, it got a lot better. I think Montez Ford, you know, if they continue to you know kind of push him. And Dawkins or any event he goes solo, he might have a, a a rock, you know, he might be like the new era like rock. Um and he has the potential to be better because he's a high flyer as well. Um you know, it's the the, the we want smoke chants, the red cups, like 
you know, I, I, we haven't seen anything like this in a long time since, again, The Rock. So, you know, I, I think um, I think we should all keep an eye out on Montez Ford. Uh, I, I also think back to his singles match that he had with Seth Rollins maybe like a month ago. Um, although he lost, it was a hell of a showing, a hell of an output from Montez. Um, and it, it, it kind of gave us wrestling fans like a glimpse of to, uh, into what can be um, should he go solo. Now, as far as Dawkins go, don't he's he's no slouch. He's no slouch. And I think that's why this team is powerful. Um, I was asked not too long ago um, in, 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 in regards to the entertainment part, who's more entertaining, them or the New Day? Um, ah, that's that's kind of tough to, to answer because they, they're both entertaining. You got the New Day with the, the pancakes and the New Day rock chants. And then Kofi still do his thing. Big E still do his thing. Oh, excuse me, still do his thing. But then the Street Profits, you know, they've been doing their thing. You know, uh, NXT. Uh, and now they, you know, on the big stage, WWE Raw. So, um, you know, I I, I think they, they kind of mirror each other, those tag teams. But, um, you know... Out of you know, out of this you know, Montez Ford, Montez Ford is someone I, I I think you know can can really really like blow through the roof. Any event, he becomes uh, a a solo star. Like this dude, it's, it's you know, he's still like kind of in. I don't want to call him a rookie, but he's you know still kind of early, and he hasn't even reached his peak yet, but. This dude, man, like it's just entertaining, man. You know the the ultimate warrior shaking the ropes, and you know it's just the the you know you, you just it's like that. I don't know, man. I, I just I, again, like I said before, I, I get like a whole early rock vibe from him, um, and then Angelo Dawkins. Um, I don't know, he kind of reminds me of of Big E, but, you know, he, he's, you know, a little quicker. He's, you know, power, you know, power moves like Big E, but he's, you know, he's a little quicker. And, you know, of course, because he's probably a, a smidge smaller than Big E. Um, so, you know, salute to the Street Profits. Um, I'm definitely hoping that uh, Vince... You know, Triple H, um, Johnny Ace, whoever is handling the uh, the creative part, the booking part. You know, don't you know put them under a doormat. You know, let them have a a, a nice run with the titles, and then you know, I, you know, just just let them like you know continue to grow, and you know, let's let's see if my prophecy of you know for becoming a a, a a huge star in wrestling, you know, comes true. Um, I think Dawkins, he he can become a, a huge star as well. Um, you know, we just, just got to see what happens, man, because, you know, uh, 
WWE, like the you know their creative department and their, their booking, they got a tendency to put some, you know, real good popular wrestlers, um, you know, on a shelf or, or, or burying per se, like they doing Ricochet. Shout out to Ricochet, um, and also shout out to Cedric Alexander. Like it's just kind of crazy, man. You know, I don't, I don't want to like. <clears throat> You know, kind of try to uh, throw color into it. That's because that's that's not what you know what we're about. But you know, uh, just, uh, well, I don't know. But you know, again, shout out Street Profits. Um, keep doing their thing. Doggins and Ford. Uh, this is Delonte once again representing the sideline junkies. Uh, shout out to my brothers, the Don and KG, and. Um, yeah, look forward to another installment of the push next week. Peace. And now, welcome back. We now present our future presentation. That's just Nubian, starring the Nubian Sumo, James. Well, thank you kindly for that. You know, little. Little, got a little, got the bass out your voice and whatnot. I appreciate that. No problem. <laughs> so we're gonna get into some things going on with the NWA. I mean, we got a lot of stuff going on, um, just wrestling worldwide as far as this coronavirus and things that are being sh- uh, canceled or postponed or things of that nature. Um, we're going to start, first of all, with uh, the show that they just started here called uh, The Circle Squared. And for those who didn't um, hear me on the second show talking about it, what this is, is their version of either Tough Enough or um, the beginnings of NXT when they were doing like the little competition type thing, um, except for all the extra contests that they had going on. Uh, what it is, they have two te- two wrestlers or two tag teams that come in. They cut promos to start to start off. Then they go into the ring for like five ten minutes and have a match, and then they come back and get introduced again so that folks can um, vote for them. And then they also have commentary that they have uh, recorded from different podcasters and whatnot uh, that are watching the show as it's happening and they give their commentary on what's going on and their opinions of the wrestlers. Now they actually did two episodes of episodes two and episode three of the show. The first episode featured a singles match between George South, who if anybody that knows wrestling knows George South was from the old days back in Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling. He was one of their got uh, one of their uh, the jobber guys who would come in and have great matches with like a Ric Flair or Dusty Rhodes or or uh, folks of that nature, and uh, just have good matches with them. And he's also a trainer who has put out who has put a lot of different wrestlers that are in the business into wrestling. Has trained them and has guided them. And um, you also had um, Colby Carino he was going up against, who was actually one of his 
trained one of the guys that he trained and is the son of the former NWA World Heavyweight Champion and ECW World Heavyweight Champion Steve Carino. So um, they went. They had a match, um, and which was a pretty good match. You know, this this is the first time I ever saw George South as a heel. So he, I mean, he really healed up on this on the, for this match, and it also uh, featured him using the claw, the iron claw, a lot during this match. So um, they wound up putting Carino over, you know, uh, and again gave his storyline about how. He grew up in the business, how he was in um, ECW as, as part of a group called The Decade with where um, Adam Page actually got started in, the, in that group with um, Jimmy Jacobs, who was one of the, um, was one of the uh, backstage guys and interview guys for uh, Impact Wrestling right now. And um, so they had a very good match, Carino getting over. And uh, they also had a match with uh, two young, two females, uh, one who I've never seen before. One being a woman by the name of Freya, Freya the Slayer. Freya and the Slayer, both with A's on the end. So she's from Alaska, and she reminded me of a female big show because she was a big girl. I mean, like six one, six two probably about 200 pounds and just tall and just dom just dominating, you know. Then they had uh, the uh, other young lady, Danny Jordan, Jordan with a Y, J-O-R-D-Y-N, Danny with an I, who was very small in stature. She called herself the real mean girl, and she even came out with a burn book, just like in the movie, as part of her gimmick. And she reminded, and she, I uh, put in my notes that she reminded me of Jordan Grace's little sister. So, KG, you might uh, want to check her out. <laughs> stalker, stalker, stalker. I'm on it. But they had a match, and um, Freya wound up winning the match. Uh, it was a decent match, being that there was such a size difference, you know, because um, Danny Jordan is probably like maybe five foot, five one. Almost like almost as tall. She looked like she was about as tall as uh, Alexa Bliss, but she had that body stature, kind of like Jordan Grace. So, you know, it was it was interesting to see her heel out and whatnot, uh, do her thing. But uh, those were two pretty decent matches. Uh, they had Allison Kay and Eli Drake on doing uh, some of the commentary, which was uh, decent. I mean, I think. Eli Drake was a little overcritical, and Allison Kay was not as critical as she should have been. But you know, like it is what it is for that. Um, now the NWA was supposed the, the 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 Ring of Honor was supposed to have two shows that was supposed to include some of the NWA um, wrestlers in it, but they canceled. The 18th anniversary and the past versus present pay-per-views, being that they were supposed to be this weekend. So um, I don't know how they if they're gonna uh, bring those back or just postpone them or they cancel them all together. But uh, right now they're really concentrating on the Crockett Cup, which is coming up. They've actually named the first four members of the um, 
rest tag teams that are going to be in the Crockett Cup being um, Ray Horace and Flamita, who Flamita, both of them being like Ring of Honor um, wrestlers. A lot of they do a lot of independent shows as well. Uh, you're going to have uh, members of Villain Enterprises in there with Flip Gordon and Brady and Brody King. You're going to have Tom Latimer and Royce Isaacs, who called themselves the Wild Card, who were the winners of last year's Crockett Cup and became World Heavyweight Champions. So they're going to be coming back. And then the Rock and Roll Express are going to be in the, in the tournament also. Now, they've also announced that there will be a gaunt, what they call a gauntlet battle royal for the wild card entry. Now, it's interesting what they're going to do with that because they're going to have not only tag teams involved, but they're going to have singles wrestlers involved in the match. And the, the last two standing in the match will end up tag teaming together and being a team in the Crockett Cup. So that'll be interesting to watch. The first three names they added to that are all singles wrestlers. Tim Storm, who's a former NWA champion. Ricky Starks, who was the former world television champion. And the man who beat him recently for that television championship, Ziggy Dice, who was like a throwback wrestler, throwback type wrestler, who um, is starting to gain some traction within the NWA. Now, you also have uh, title matches where um, Nick Aldis will be defending the NWA World Heavyweight Championship against Marty Scurll. You'll have Aaron Stevens, who is, who is known by everybody in the WWE as Damian Sandow, who is the current NWA national champion, will be going up against another former WWE superstar, Trevor Murdoch who's part of the NWA now. And then the world's women's heavyweight champion, Thunder Rosa, will have a title defense of which they will announce who she'll be wrestling against on this Tuesday's Super, super Power show, which uh, will be uh, emanating from uh, Atlanta, Georgia, as they've been always been taping. Uh, you have, and they have some interesting matches on there, too. Uh, Nick Aldis will, and Tom Latimer will be in a tag team against Marty Skrull and Brody King. Uh, Camille, who was known as um, Nick Aldis's insurance policy, of, you know, NWA's version of China, will have her first, not only her first match, but her first interview because she hasn't said one word since NWA Power has started. So that's been a buildup that they've been looking forward to. Uh, you got Tim Storm, who I just mentioned, the former NWA World Heavyweight Champion, against another former heavyweight champion, Jax Dane, who was in a tag team with Rob Conway, who you remember from La Resistance in the NWA. And the winner, if, if Tim Storm wins, he gets five minutes with this uh, pseudo-manager for Jack Dane named Danny Deals who's been really giving Tim Storm a lot of heat, even to the point where he came out and uh, disguised himself as Tim Storm's mother 
and came out and chastised him on television on during the show uh, a couple of weeks ago. So that'll be interesting to see if they actually pull that off. And the Rock and Roll Express will be going up against Aaron Stevens and a character called the Question Mark, which is their biggest one of one of their biggest faces there, who's been getting a lot of uh, push. Uh, during the, on the show, so that'll be a good match to watch as well. So, a lot of things happening in the NWA uh, leading up to the Crockett Cup, and uh, we'll see what happens with this new with this power super power show, which will probably be usually the power shows are usually about right at an hour, but this one will probably be an hour and a half with all the with uh, everything going on with um, the lead up to Crockett Cup. So. That's the NWA for right now. Uh, anybody have anything they want to ask me about or get clarity on or whatever the case may be? Let's talk about this Jordan Grace little sister. Let's 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 start there. Oh god. No, we're not talking about that. We are not talking about that. James did a wonderful job summarizing everything that was NWA at the moment, Big Daddy. So we just gonna let that man have his shine. Don't be trying to Taint it with your <laughs> lustfulness. You got, you got, you got something to say. That's why you going first for our extra added bonus. It's called theme song karaoke. Not so much the karaoke, but since KG feel like he's about to go ahead and American Idol and beat Shazam up in his piece, he's gonna go first and tell us his three favorite theme songs of all time. Okay. Well, this is very, very hard because I have the WWE anthology and I have pretty much almost every WCW theme. Uh, I have every WWF, the, vo uh, the music volume one through 10 million. So I got everything. Then anything that wasn't on those, on the Ruthless Aggression or anything like that, uh, I went and found it. But here are my honorable mentions. Whatever by Our Lady Peace, which was uh, Chris Benoit's uh, theme, and they don't even perform it anymore, which is heartbreaking as well as the whole story. Sexual Chocolate by Mark Henry. Enough is Enough by Owen Hart, which is one of <laughs> One of my <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. That's that's what yeah. right there. Whenever I'm going through something and I need a change, enough is enough is always played at least ten times in a row. Uh number three, I was going back with it. Number three, Line in the Sand by Evolution. Mm-hmm. Number two, King of Kings for Triple H by Motorhead, of course. Used to be uh, my ringback tone on one of my old phones. So when you called me, you heard King of Kings. Um, Sexy Boy by Shawn Michaels is my number one honorable mention. Because I think that is just, that's one of those ones that stood the test of times. With or without, Sherry? With. Okay. Purist, I appreciate that. Uh, let's not forget uh, Bertha Faye. <laughs> Uh, flash funk, you know things like that. But it's I got a lot. My honorable mention is, is long as hell. Now, 
my top three. Number three, Ass Man by Billy Gunn. No, man, Ass Man. I said, I'm an ass man. Yeah. I love that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm all into it. Lie to you not. If you ask my wife right now, day before yesterday, or was it yesterday? It was one day earlier this week. I was actually, I walked in the room singing ass man. My mother called me and I picked up the phone. I couldn't find my headphones. I told her, hold on. And I was singing ass man while my mother was on hold. I just, I, I absolutely love it. Um, number two, Who Am I by China? Mm. You know, don't treat me like a woman. Mm. Don't treat me like a man. Mm. Just treat me for you who like and it. what I am. Yeah. And that's one, uh, on my rotation uh, at least twice a week. It's on one of my playlists. So, makes me feel good. I love it. I, I love the the Titantron video too, and then when she used to come out with the uh, the firework gun, and everything. So it was just her interest was just like the greatest. But my number one of all time, uh oh, Slow Chemical by Finger Eleven that they did for Kane. Mm. It was on the on the Punisher soundtrack. That is the Kane song with the words to it. Mm-hmm. So mm. that's my number one. And that right there, when mm. I worked at night, I would take my shower and I had it set up. So when I got out of the shower and I had already put my clothes on, I got my thermals on because I worked in a cold storage uh, warehouse. So I had to put my thermals on and I had everything on. That was the last song I listened to before I left out of the bathroom. And it just put a fire in me and it's been my favorite for years. I remember they put it on SmackDown 2, I believe that was what it was on. I think it was on SmackDown 2, but great song. So that's my top nine. Damn, you went in. I know we was doing honorable I mentions. You, I, I just checked yeah, it to you, you know, my, my top three, but all right, James, you, you, you ready? Yeah, I think I'm ready for y'all. All okay. right, so what's, what's your top three, James? Top three. Number three is Chris Hero's theme song. For those who don't know who Chris Hero is, that's Cassius Ono. Oh no. Back when back when he was in the independence, he had a song that he had made for him called Chris Is Your Hero. The hook to that, it was a rap song, and the hook to it was just epic. It said, you want to be the best, best be the best. Who's your hero? Chris Hero. Quick to injure any contender. Who's your hero? Chris Hero. You better call the doctor. You better call the coppers, your mama and a doctor, because you's about to get clobbered in a slobber knocker. Cruiser for a bruising. Ain't no need in losing. Who's your hero? It's Chris Hero. That that was hot. Hey, that James. beat was hot. <laughs> that Who beat car pull karaoke. Hot. He got WrestleMania X theme song karaoke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now my second one, my number two, is Drew McIntyre's original 
theme song. Really? I love that song. Oh, What's okay. that metronome I hear? Is that the end drawing near? You never hear the shot that takes you down. That joint was nice. Ooh, James, about to get some tonight. Song. Nah, you better give him some. You over there singing <laughs> to you, girl. But my number Please. one, my number one, got to be Chris Jericho. Now and then, I'm giving a, I'm giving a, I'm giving a, I'm giving a tie. I'm talking about Judas and the Y2J thing. Mm-hmm. Break the wall down. All right, down with that man. With y'all that. Had some serious, serious songs there. All right, so for me, my number three is to me arguably one of the most iconic and polarizing songs that define generations and childhoods. And that's when you're just waiting, and the next thing you hear is, I am a real American. And then you know what's happening after that. The music hit when it comes crashing down. You just know. And I'm not talking about now Hogan. I'm talking about old, you know, younger Hogan. When they do the pan in and he's walking down and he's pointing the fingers and he's shaking a little bit of the hair he's got left and the bow is going on and he's talking to uh, whoever's in the ring about Re- Hulkamania and Wrestle- WrestleMania and whatever else is, you know, Hogan was just going off. So that was my number three. My number two, I'm surprised KG did not go here, but that was the uh, the brood. Number two, Edge, Christian, and Gangrel. Woo, that entrance. Man, I want to tell y'all right now, I didn't fool. I'd have conjugated some verbs in the bedroom to that song, boy. That come on. <laughs> oh Lord, that was like a second coming right there. Like, oh, I hope you weren't tired because the jam just came on. I'm wow. really, yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait. That is a that is a bad. That is a bad mental picture of you having <laughs> sex to a WWE theme song. Uh, and you didn't? And you didn't? No, never. <laughs> never crazy. Never crazy. Of it. That was institutionalized. <laughs> that was institutionalized. Like, hold on, B. We put this. I got WWE somebody I'm going to call tomorrow right and ask about that. <laughs> you can call. This is not a. I, I'm telling you what happened. Hey, no, you don't need to call. I'm telling you, God dang it. <laughs> because my number one is equal to your number one, and that's break the wall down. Shoot, of all time, Chris Jericho's theme song. Oh boy, if I didn't blow out speakers in the car, literally rolling down, uh, pretty much all over Baltimore, rocking that. Then in Atlanta, rocking that. I mean, I was. Dude, I killed my CD. That's how serious it is. I just I'm, thank God for uh, being able to buy stuff on iTunes, and I, I'm killing it on that too. Break the walls down, Chris Jericho. Now Judas is great, but it was nothing like that. Especially when 
they had the official countdown and you had and you just counting it down and then it just goes into the little uh old school tunnel computer generated tunnel and then like it had on uh uh no mercy had the girls dancing in the background oh my god uh, unfortunately, we can't play any of this stuff because we probably have to pay James for it. So that was my number one. Break the Walls Down by Y2J, Chris Jericho. Man, that was fun. We should do karaoke every week. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> you know, I quite said, like, no, this fool crazy. You and these instrumentals are killing me. What's wrong? You got a problem with that, man? Yeah, well, if you was doing the vocals, I'd do the instrumental. Oh, don't okay. hate on, don't hate, don't uh, hate on me. I, I, I stay in my lane. I know what I can and cannot do. I still say the bruised entrance on WWF Attitude was the best entrance on the game. Because they actually came out of the ring of fire. Gangrel spit the blood across the crowd. Mm-hmm. Only thing that was missing was actual true bloodbath. Right. I agree with that, but it was nothing like it. Visually stunning, and that is what I guess kind of Bray Wyatt's um, fiend entrance is now, with the exception of coming up through the fire. But then again, that could be what's happening at WrestleMania. If WrestleMania actually happens, we will find out. But you want to know something? And I always used to say this to guys. I said when Madden 2000 came out. Uh, WWF Attitude, um, NBA Live 99, NBA 2K. We thought nothing was better than this, especially NBA 2K on Dreamcast at that time. We thought nothing was better because we were playing online, three on three, and you playing a guy, guys in other states. You know, we, we didn't think anything was better. And look at where we come from. In 20 years, video game-wise. Yeah, virtual currency. James's favorite topic. I'm sorry, KG's favorite topic. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, y'all talk. Y'all talking a foreign language to me. I ain't played video games since Miss Pac-Man, so y'all. I thought, I thought you were going <laughs> to say sticks and sticks and uh, rocks. <laughs> mm. No, not sticks and rocks. That wasn't your first video game? Oh, that wasn't my first video game. Oh, okay. Well, you can join the new generation, James. There's a whole new world out there. Yeah. I'll let y'all have it. A whole new world. Speaking of which, uh, Frozen 2 is on Disney Plus right now. If you want to get your Frozen on, you can do please that. Don't, 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 please don't say that too loud. I'll make sure I send the... Uh, the verbal uh, recording of this show to your daughter so she can hear it. And then you can watch it all day long. So, look, y'all, 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 with, y'all with these trademark songs and whatnot, y'all need to chill. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like anybody listening to us and taking their ideas and then manifesting it into the actual thing that happens and we don't get any type of credit or paycheck or acknowledgement or job offer or anything like that. It's not like any of that's happening, you know. We're just out here and 
uh, podcast land coming to y'all on your phones and electronic devices and computers and every place that KG is going to tell you where you can listen to us at in a second. That's all we're doing on a mothership every week. On a mothership. But I, I, I will say this, and I, I've thought about it uh, long and hard. I would really love if Mambo Sauce would let the sideline junkies use Welcome to D.C. for our D.C. Sports Rundown because that is just an awesome song. It's the theme song of D.C. And when we're talking D.C. sports, I think that that should be what we use to bring in such a show. And then for the WrestleManiacs, the home of the mothership. I think we only, like I said, I sent you the clip. Only thing we can use is mothership connection. That's the only thing we can use. You know it's going to require me to start saying neutral things about GoGo. Because if they listen to one episode, like, they just not call all our music the same thing. I'm like, well, technically it is. But, <laughs> yeah, I didn't say anything like that allegedly. I, I, I'm going to say this. The People's Choice Don Rodriguez does not speak for me. <laughs> does not speak for the entire sideline junk. He speaks for himself. That was you James know? that said that. You, you you don't realize that before we got on, I was talking to James and he was listening to Saturday Night Fish Fry by Chuck Brown. That don't count. That was like on a movie or something. Actually, no. I was listening. Actually, I was listening to Jill Scott with Red Essence. See that don't that see that you can't even use that as Jill Scott. But Jill but Scott, Red Essence. I know who it is. It's still the same song. So. <laughs> so, so wait, wait. Pimping all over the world and overnight scenario all this, uh, are the same song because when Ludacris did pimping all over the world on the BET awards, he had Rare Essence backing him, and then you got overnight scenario which Jay Z stole. It's all the same so, song. And here we go. All right, you know what? Speaking of the same song, it. you need to go ahead and uh, tell us some interesting news that's about to uh, hit everybody's eardrums, based off of your stunt double. Little KG and uh, his reporting. Uh, I think he was on special assignment. Well, yes, indeed. Uh, Monday night, Raw came to Capital One Arena, Verizon Center, MCI Center, uh, the phone booth, whatever you want to call it. It's down in Chinatown where the FUD records used to be. Um, and I had to work that night, but I had two reporters out there, both of my sons. We're out there, front and center, yelling, we want the smoke, because I, 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 <laughs> I was checking in on them as I was watching Raw, and I was saying, y'all better be yelling, we want the smoke, and their mom got a video of them yelling, we want the smoke, them yelling, woo, when the queen, I'm sorry, let me, let me, them yelling, woo, when the queen, Charlotte Flair, came to the ring um so after we're done you'll hear that and then that's the end of it so stay you'll be able to stay tuned and catch up with the next episode but got that coming up too it's awesome 
appreciate you guys uh, on special assignment, giving us a little bit of young Z flavor on the sideline junkies because y'all old heads, man. God dang, y'all so old. How old are y'all? Like, y'all fart dust up in here. Y'all the only ones that be asking, like, does the coronavirus come with or without Lyme? Because I can only do my coronas with Lyme. Did you take I your- don't drink that crap. <laughs> I, at the time when I was drinking, I did. I love me a good Corona, good cold Corona on a hot day. But I also like Miller High Life. So I like the stuff I'm not paying for. Let's just put that out there. I'm not a beer guy. I think y'all know what I'm sipping yeah. on. Yeah. Caesar. ATL shot. No, no, Caesar. <laughs> hey, you seen you seen a picture of Lil Wayne lately? Hey, you want me to call Michael That's James? That's what that would do for you. Call Michael James. We know what you was doing out there, James. I got, I got a man. Oh, on the speaking, speaking of ESPN, uh, shouts out to Telly Chantel, whose daughter Jossie turned twenty-three the other day. Yeah, you old man. God, you believe that man? Twenty-three. I know. I and then our former, she was looking for babysitting. Shouts- and then shouts out to LaFonte, who uh, was our former manager, who chimed in on the post that she put up talking about, yeah, make sure you tell Jossie that I still got some candy from the Willy Wonka table for her. Mm, those tables were great. I remember those when tables. I came to Atlanta, it, well, picture this. Now, me, I roll in style, right? So when I'm going through the airport, they already looking at me crazy because I have three uh, replica championship belts going through the scanner. So they're already like wondering who the hell is this guy with three championship belts and a duffel bag going through the scanner at the uh, TSA at the airport. Then on my way to Atlanta, it became a bigger problem when the, I'm also rolling through the scanner a 10-pound bag of raisinets from said Willy Wonka table. And they had to stop, roll back, roll forward. Um, excuse me, sir. What's in the bag? <laughs> like, 10-pound bag of raisinets. No, it's not. You open it up. It's a big-ass 10-pound trash bag of raisinets. And I stuffed that on my carry-on and ate it for three months in Lorraine Ramos' house. Yay! Um, so, whew, those good old times. <laughs> KG, go ahead and uh, tell us. Where or tell them where they can hear James's Subi, Nubian Sumo voice. Well, you can hear the Nubian Sumo, the People's Choice Don Rodriguez, the big guy KG, as well as the boss, the man of the hour, Big Jim, Too Cool Juni. And if we can ever nail him down, because I got some things that I need to say to him, Alan, too. You can hear us right here, the Sideline Junkies, Anchor FM, iTunes, Google, and all in the podcast section, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, TuneIn, CastBox, Stitcher, Overcast, Breaker, Podchaser, Spotify, and Podtail. Word. He actually wrote those down. No, he's got it memorized. I hope so. They memorized <laughs> They're also on the website, which I will be sitting at home updating the next three days. Bask in his glory, a.k.a. quarantine. So, um, 
Give <laughs> something to do for the next two weeks. Yep. So uh, I know uh, y'all got potentially some big things coming up on the other side of the sideline junkies. So um, everybody stay tuned. Make sure you listen in. It's going to be some crazy, controversial, interesting shows coming from the junkies over the next uh, couple weeks. So be prepared for that. So there may not be some sports happening per se, but there's damn sure some stuff to talk about, uh, especially in comparisons on who may be the greatest of all time and everything else y'all going to throw out there. And, you know, the WrestleManiacs, Vince is never going to not do a show because the day that they stop Raw is the day he dies, period. Because that'll be the day they lose it from being the longest episodic uh, televised show in existence. That's not happening anytime soon. They'll be doing raw taping from a bathroom and just record people walking in and out, goddammit, just so that way you got original content for three hours. If that's what it's got to be, it'll be puppy bowl in a wrestling ring if it has to be. But I'll be damned. Vince ain't stopping that uh, record ever. Oh, it'll be in the PC. It'll be in the PC, yeah. just like yeah. NXT and SmackDown was. I believe so. But uh, can somebody please find a cure to the coronavirus for real? That's all I'm saying. That's all. Well, the word on the street is the three K three of the cases that came in through Maryland have fully recovered and have been released from the hospital. Mm, would they give them soap and water and orange juice? Probably gave them some ginger ale. Told uh, them to lay down and eat some saltines and watch the prices right. I mean that always works. Yep. A little younger than the rest of them. Put some mercuricomb on their uh, on their uh, foreheads or something. Yeah. <laughs> like you dying? Yeah. Here, let me go grab this brick real quick. We'll see which one uh, you deal with first. Drink this yeah. tussin. Oh yeah, tussin to do it right there. Drink this tussin. tussin. You put some tussin on great? it. Is it grape or is it cherry? Nasty. <laughs> Look, it say grape and cherry on a box, but it never tastes like it. <laughs> you know what's something interesting though? Have you ever heard of anybody getting sick by going to the frozen cup lady house and getting a frozen cup? Nope. Those are the good old days right there. Mm-hmm. 25 cent. You get you a frozen cup. Soon as you get it, flip that thing upside down. Mm-mm-mm. Those were the days. These kids will never understand that. Never. Yeah, you don't know about that. You don't know about petty candy and you're going up to John Juan, Papa San and them. And you're like, yeah, let me get 100 pieces of that. And then you drop 100 pennies that you done found outside. And they got to count that mess out. Mm-hmm. Get, your, get, your big, get your big deal pickle with a peppermint stick stuck in the middle of it. All right, James, you, you're gone too far now. That's country right there. That's country. You're gone too far, man. You need to rail that's it asphalt, back in. That's asphalt and pine trees for you right there. That's country. <laughs> We don't know nothing about that Moses special right there. God dang, you got you got to keep that to yourself, dog. Did it's you like, call it the Moses special? Heck yeah, man! Like that's when shoot, we didn't even have modern technology back then. People riding on camels. We don't know oh about that. God. God damn, the Moses special. You over here trying to take his way back? Oh my God! Hey, you lost all of us on that one, James. Y'all don't know about that. Oh my God! He called it the Moses special. <laughs> That's where I'm stuck at. I know what you're talking about, James, but he called it the Moses special. <laughs> oh. 
dill pill with a peppermint. Hey, that's sacrilege right there. No, my goodness. Uh, so, so we'll go ahead and throw to our two correspondents to give us their first take and opinion on his past Raw, which potentially could be the last Raw before WrestleMania, if it still happens, to be in front of a live studio audience. So they didn't realize how epic of a show that they were at, but that's uh, technically history in the making that just happened, and they got to be a part of it. So it's going to be awesome to hear their points of view and, and what they thought was the the best parts of the show and who they marked out for when they came out and entrances and all those things, the atmosphere, the vibe, how DC welcomed the WWE once again to its uh, second home from New York. So that's going to be pretty awesome. And then gentlemen, next week we'll have another crazy wild show. We've covered heels. We've covered faces. Who knows next week, maybe tag teams or strippers. We'll figure that out next week. Uh, And then we will get to talk to all of y'all. In seven days, because we're getting closer and closer to allegedly WrestleMania or the thought of WrestleMania very soon. So the road could be extended or could happen or, I don't know, Tampa, figure that shit out. It's hot down there. Figure it out, Tampa. Figure it out. Go that potty mouth again. There it is. But (laughs) since we we going blue, I mean, how about next week we talk about you know, who had the better porn career after leaving wrestling? What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not like that episode. You heard about my take? (laughs) I will definitely do some research on that. Yes. (laughs) No, we cannot do that. Because the last thing they need to hear about is the people choice going one night around the corner from China. That does not need to come out anytime soon. Last time I heard, I heard you had one with Nicole Bass. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, somebody had to do it. And he admitted to it. Wow. Hey, she, hey, she, hey, she hey, have a few out there. Hey, like, you want to have a cage match? Well, I got nothing else better. Do what you're doing. Well, shoot, Luna Vachon, you better stop playing. Y'all better act like y'all don't know. Man, them crazy chicks is the best. <laughs> that's, that's all I got to say about that. Oh, my Besides goodness. the fact that I understand sexual chocolate. May Young was hot. <laughs> when she was young. Yeah, back in 1920. <laughs> well, you shoot y'all was neighbors, James. You better stop playing. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Hold on now. Heck, yeah. You was over there walking past. Hello, ma'am. Hello. Hello. She's like, hi, little Negro boy. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, I'm going to hell. Oh, my God. <laughs> straight. <laughs> I pass gold and I collect you, honey. You going straight to hell. Hey, if, you, if you're going to do it, you better dunk it. You better dunk that man. Oh, he boy. Red eye. No layover or nothing. Notice James didn't. He didn't uh, deny it, though, because you know he that damn old. But either way, I had fun with you guys. I had fun with all of y'all listening. And even though James going to hell because he old, so, you know, the old people go first. 
then uh, we will still talk to y'all next week. And maybe right next to the devil. Oh, that's good to know. So that means there'll be two of us next week because James ain't going to make it. (laughs) Oh, no, I'll be back. Just like he just like he's always around. I'll be back, too. We have to work on that then. God damn, we have to get you saved. So, (laughs) (laughs) till next time, ladies and gentlemen, we will see y'all, talk to y'all, love y'all on the mothership on the road to WrestleMania. And as KG would say, we won't do overtime or. No, I'm not even going to say that. Uh, we'll do overtime because they didn't shut the show down if I was to say what I was about to say. So we will talk to y'all later. <laughs> Peace. Laters. And as promised, Big Guy KG here uh, with my oldest son talking about his experience from Monday Night Raw last Monday, which was here in D.C. at the Capital One Arena. So this is one of the younger sideline junkies getting his feet wet. This is his second appearance on the sideline junkies airwaves. So Dario, where you at, brother? I'm right here. Right. So my first question to you is, how was your overall experience Monday night? This may say I'm professional, but I'm going to just put it in like one thing. Like, that's all I did. <laughs> and that can't be unprofessional. I mean, you 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 on a WrestleManiac, so that, that that's that's right where it needs to be. Um second question. All right. Who did you mark out the hardest for? Mm, I mean, I kinda yelled basically at the top of my lungs when uh uh Seth Rollins came out because you know his intro song. But yeah. the, but then like it was like uh he didn't like um what's it called DC so you know it canceled out so it would be um, I'd say Charlotte Flair. Okay, okay. And thirdly, if WWE came back to DC, which they will. And probably uh, they're coming to Baltimore in May for Money in the Bank. Hopefully, all the WrestleManiacs can be in the building for that. Um, but uh, if they came back to DC or anywhere in the surrounding area, would you go back to see it again? Yeah, I would definitely go back to see it again, and I will make sure that I boo as hard as I can for Seth Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> well, if if that's the way you feel about Seth Rollins, I'm gonna let you know something. He has he's done his job. As a heel, when when you hate a heel the way I was hating on Baron Corbin, when you hate a heel that much, they've done their job. So Seth Rollins has did what he had to do. Yeah, he 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 was good. It's just uh, just boo him when he every time he's he says something about the uh, like where 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 they are right now. Mm. He said the capital should be Ohio. <laughs> crazy yeah crazy well thank you for joining me in this overtime period of the wrestlemaniacs uh of course you can always catch this young gentleman on gta running through the streets blowing up people on his oppressor sometimes and uh 
running heists and things like that. Uh, what's your what's your PSN um, uh, name? Um, this is capital is uh Jealous Juice underscore YT. Uh, the D and the J is capital, and it's a yes yeah, underscore and YT is lowercase. So y'all see him in any session, run from him because uh he got a habit of dropping grenades and blowing people up. That's you. I just <sighs> Here we go. But he's my enforcer. So if you see me in a session, big guy KG three, and you see this guy in a session, don't 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 mess with me. I don't care what we on. Don't mess with me because I'll have him take you out. That's my enforcer. He's my Arn Anderson. I'm Ric Flair. He's Arn Anderson. Yeah, so, and I got a sniper that uh you know kill you from anywhere. So watch out for that third one. <laughs> so that's the end of it for us. Uh, be sure to stay tuned for more content coming from the sideline junkies and WrestleManiacs will be back Saturday in a week, a little bit under a week now, but uh, we'll be back with a new episode but check us out during the week for all things new happening, dealing with the coronavirus and the NBA shutdown and sports shutdown period, alright we don't do no overtime actually we just did overtime, but we ain't gonna do no more overtime we are out of here. Peace.